0: Welcome to I'm Obsessed with This, the Netflix podcast about the shows and films viewers cannot get enough of. Sort of like how Terrace House cast members cannot get enough uncomfortably curt introductions with each other. That's my fundamental knowledge of the show. I'm your host, Bobby Finger, <laughs> and today I'm joined by Tobin Lowe, co host and co managing editor of Nancy, a WNYC Studios podcast. Tobin, hello. How are hello. you?
1: Oh, I am great. When you contacted me to ask if there was a show I wanted to talk about, I literally screamed and was like, Terrace House! <laughs> Terrace house.
0: <laughs> I mean, you use exclamation marks on the thing. I'm going to reveal what you said. We emailed you and mm-hmm. you said the first thing that comes to mind, honestly, is terrace house. I could talk about terrace house for days. I recommend it to literally everyone. Please tell me this hasn't already been taken. You looked at it. hadn't been taken. <laughs> Wonderful. So we are in different time zones right now. It's morning for you. It's afternoon for me. I guess it's afterno- just barely afternoon for you. Just barely. Yes. Yes. Are you, are you enjoying a beverage right now? Any coffee, tea, water, anything? Uh, I'm
1: enjoying a glass of filtered water because I love you LA, but your tap water is trash. Uh, (laughs) And so, yeah, it's a, it's a Brita filtered glass of water.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. How often do you change your Brita filters? Do you do the whole, do you do it when it says, or do you think you forget?
1: I, I, uh, am far too, uh, I care far too much about doing a good job. And so when the light turns red, I'm like, change the filter.
0: Oh, mine doesn't have the light. I got the lower tier one. It just—it just has the little sticky thing. Listen,
1: you—you so, you gotta upgrade.
0: It's—it's tr- it's trusting me, and it really shouldn't be trusting me for any of this.
1: Oh no! If if I didn't have the light, I—I I would. It would be like my bed sheets. It would just like hang out
0: <laughs> uncleaned
1: for months.
0: Yeah, like Aaron Brockovich would come and test my water and be like, "We got a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> we really—you got a problem, Bobby." Yeah. 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 So to, before we get into talking about Terrace house, which Tobin said he could talk about for days, mm-hmm. I just want to ask you what else you've been watching on Netflix. Anything fun? Anything not fun? What have you been watching?
1: I uh, this is maybe the basic answer, but I am deep into the new season of Bake Off, the Great British baking oh, show. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Super enjoying that. I like that it seemingly, at least, they've gone against type and cast at least two gays you can root for. Yeah. Usually they go yeah. with one.
0: Just one. There's more than one gay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to when it gets winnowed down and we have to choose allegiances.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's weekly. There are fewer spoilers. I do too. I was a
1: little mad when it first came back, but now I'm into it. I like that every Friday it's like a nice surprise, mm-hmm. um, which is funny to say because it's, it's basically saying like, that's how television works. <laughs> I love Isn't it interesting? Works. Whenever
0: shows are released weekly, who knew?
1: Who? What? What? It's like when Amazon opened physical bookstores. And oh, was like...
0: I saw one for the first time in person recently. Ugh. It still blew my mind, and it was on a street where there was a, another bookstore a block away.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When is Netflix going to open places where you can rent DVDs?
0: <laughs> they're just going to buy all the red boxes. Yeah, <laughs> they're just going to slap. They're just going to slap a new look. It's already red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fine Light i re-branding. still i still do the dvd um <gasps> do you still really do the dvd yeah yeah wait yeah wait it's really it's why it's wild i still do it wait because there's more on there tobin they've got everything they've got all the movies i didn't even know you could do that anymore. you can still do it the wow. times they are a changing but dvd.netflix.com will never die
1: I learned something today. That it's is the cheapest wild. way to
0: rent like Blu-rays and stuff, and a lot of stuff that you could, you know, spend. F- f- now it sounds like I'm like, I mean, technically this, <laughs> technically this is spot. It's a branded podcast, <laughs> but I feel like I'm going hard. That this is not a genuine feeling. It really is like it's a cheap way to to rent movies. If you rent, if you rent at least like two a month, wow. Then it, then it, then it's worth it.
1: You're blowing my mind right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll look into it. And they just I, come in the mail. Yeah. I wouldn't even know how to play a DVD anymore, but I'm going to look into it.
0: It's tough. Everything's very tough. <laughs> it, it exists. I can't say that it's for everyone, but it exists. Okay, okay. And I think with that, we can get into Terrace house. This is a unique episode because this is the first time... I've had a guest on to talk about a show that I have not watched every episode of or a title that I've watched in fact I've only Ooh. seen one um, and it was in preparation of this because Tobin there can you guess how many episodes of Tarot's House there are? How many there are total oh, total those seasons of run all of so the franchise long. all the franchises all the things do you know how many there are? I'm gonna guess if I uh,
1: is it in like the 70 80 ballpark
0: Oh oh you wish or i wish 245 by my count there are 245 maybe they're not all available on netflix but if you go to the terrace house wikipedia and you start looking at all the franchises and you count each one of them okay 245 there's boys x girls boys x girls in the city aloha Mm. state opening new doors and tokyo 2019 to 2020 Yes. Yes. Which is the one I watch. I watched the first episode of that. Right. To sort of get the feel of what the show is like, because I've been told by so many people what it's like, but I had to experience it for myself. Why don't you tell us what is Terrace House?
1: Um. Okay. So the short version of saying what it is is it's kind of like the real world, okay. um, of Japan. Okay. But that would be sort of underselling it because it's not overtly dramatic or um sort of doesn't have the histrionics of like your typical season of the real world it's a much slower burn mm-hmm. so if you like sort of like sense and sensibility level drama of like will they won't they and like, like a kiss yeah. here and there mm-hmm. like terrace house is the king of that sort of slow build of drama so i would say you having only seen one episode this is always the wild way of having to recommend Terrace House. You have to give it at least 10 episodes <laughs> before you know if it's for you or not.
0: 10, because okay. Because
1: it's a slow burn. It is. Admittedly, it's a slow burn. But, sorry. Oh, and to go back to to explaining it. Basically, mm-hmm. it's a show where there's this... Uh, they rent a fancy house for uh, three guys and three girls to live in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and they all they start as a cast together and then as the show goes along for various reasons people choose to leave uh and then they bring in new people which is always exciting um because the underlying goal of the show is to meet somebody and couple up um not everyone comes in overtly saying they want that but it's kind of like you go on terrace house to meet somebody and possibly have a romance
0: Okay, how often does that, does that happen a lot? Or is it sort of like a Bachelor thing where that's, you know, the idea behind the show, but love rarely, or true love rarely happens?
1: The the ratio of relationships is pretty high. Um, I think because everyone goes in, uh, well, so like, for example, on A Bachelor, on A Real World, like, yes, people may say they're going in looking for a relationship, but some people are just looking to hook up or some people are just looking yeah. to have fun, you know. And so there's like okay. varying degrees of goals. On Terrace house, like you are there for a
0: relationship. And so okay. nothing is casual on Terrace house. Exactly. So
1: everyone who's there to meet somebody is there like to get a partner.
0: The excitement factor may be lower, but the stakes are higher.
1: Yes. I think that's a good way of saying it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes.
0: So that that's a pretty huge difference from the other ones because uh, and especially The Bachelor, which has morphed into a show that where people prefer the more shameless hook-up-y version anyway, Bachelor in Paradise, like no one really expects actual romance or lengthy long-term relationships to be um, the end result of Bachelor shows mm-hmm. or really Love Island. So this does stand alone, I guess because yeah. these people are serious about love. Right. Is it are they always straight?
1: Um so Does last it get gay? season, last season they had a uh one of the guys that came in sort of mid-season, he mm-hmm. uh was bisexual and he came oh, on the show okay. to sort of they, they they do this funny thing where when they get onto the show, the rest of the cast will tend to ask them like, "What are you here for? Like, what do you want to accomplish?" And usually it's like I am here because I've been single for a while I want to meet somebody the Mm -hmm. um, bisexual guy who came in last season he was sort of like I believe that I'm bisexual but I am not sure so I'm sort of here to figure that out
0: Um, okay
1: which was an interesting game changer and then the way the show had him play it out was bonkers and I won't (sighs) spoil that for you but it was uh, let's say it was a wasted opportunity
0: oh no yeah (laughs) Okay. But for the most part, these people are straight.
1: Yes. For the most part, they're straight. And I I think one of the things is the show is kind of like a interesting window into what I am assuming is sort of like a very traditional Japanese way of courtship, um, which is this like long game of they will express interest in somebody and they'll hang out for like quite a while before somebody finally says... I am interested in you, or I like you, and hence then, you
0: saying I need to watch ten episodes before exactly. <laughs> before I and get then, to anything,
1: and then it'll be like another couple episodes before they go on a date, and then it'll be another mm-hmm. couple episodes before they kiss. But the result is like it builds up in this way of your like when they finally do when a couple gets together on Terrace house, it's like I fell in love. It's like I. I'm the happiest person in the world when a couple finally makes it work on Tara's House.
0: What does making it work look like? Because when you make it work, do they just leave the show? Or do they stay on and just like flaunt their love in front of everyone?
1: (laughs) Generally speaking, once a couple is like official, their boyfriend, girlfriend, they will stick around for probably another episode or so. But usually if they have made it official, they decide to leave Uh, to, like, figure out their relationship in the real world.
0: And then they're like, bye-bye, and then their space gets filled, typically? Yes,
1: and then new singles come in, (sighs) and it's thrilling.
0: (laughs) Because by this point, dynamics are already established, I would assume, and then the new people are sort of, like, they're these outsiders who throw everyone for a loop. Is that part of the drama?
1: Yes, and I would say... I think the casting directors or whoever casts Terrace House should win some kind of award. I don't know, if like, whatever the Japanese equivalent of the Emmys are. Um, because <laughs> they are, like, masterminds at snowballing the season. So it, it tends to be that the first six people they throw in, like, in the last couple of seasons, the first six people they throw in have Mm -hmm. been the slowest acting. So you really get to know them, you really get to know their dynamics. Mm -hmm. It takes a while for it to get going. And then as people leave, they introduce more and more folks who seem to be bolder and a little more dramatic. And so the way a season builds and crescendos is like candy, it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) They just like are a master at introducing somebody who will be trouble for the rest of the cast.
0: How are you trouble in that house?
1: Um. So because everything is sort of a slow, you know, like the courtships are long, when mm-hmm. a new person comes in, they can really disrupt a thing that has been building for a long time. Okay. And so you as a viewer are like, oh no, oh no, these two people, they've been trying to get it together for like five episodes. You new girl can't come in and fuck this up for them. Please don't, please don't, please don't. <laughs> but then it's really, I mean, it's interesting. and And also because it takes so long for them to get together. There's a lot of time for like couplings to shift because nobody uh, is in all the way with anyone else for a while. Okay. So they've had it. They've had situations where like a new guy comes in and he asks all three of the girls out on dates and he like Just all at once, all at once. Um, also there's like this bizarre thing where they'll ask each other out like in group hangs. So like
0: to like make it a little more casual seeming. Or... It
1: ends up coming off more dramatic. It ends up coming off like if we were in a casual hang on the show mm-hmm. and we were having a completely banal conversation. Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere, in front of everyone, I was like, oh, uh, Bobby, um, would, would you let's, let's get food sometime? And then okay. you're like, yes, let's do that. <laughs> and then I were to leave the room and then everyone else was like, I think he just asked you out.
0: And oh, my God. <laughs> and then that becomes drama.
1: Yeah, and that becomes oh drama.
0: my God. What's the most dramatic thing that's ever happened on Terrace House? Have you watched everything? Have you watched everything that's available on Netflix? Yes. Like real world drama is typically like, it's incredibly kinetic, right? Like things are mm-hmm. being thrown and smashed and beaten up. How does tension manifest on Terrace House?
1: Okay, there are sort of two tiers of drama that I love on Terrace okay. House. Okay. The first tier... <laughs> the first tier is like basically Terrace House can make a meal out of anything and because not much is happening all the time. So uh, if you watched Boys and Girls in the City, which was the first season available on Netflix, okay. there was a multi-episode arc around the fact that a girl had cooked and eaten a very fancy steak that one of the guys had
0: been saving. Like, just there was a raw steak in the fridge. Exactly. He'd okay. been given it as
1: a gift by a client, and <laughs> she went ahead and cooked that. And they were sort of together at that point. So it was like a spiteful thing. Okay. Um, And they talked about that steak for probably two episodes. Like, <laughs> it was a thing. And so was it was like fancy watched- beef? Yes, it was very mm-hmm. fancy beef.
0: Okay. Oof. It was Don't a mess big with deal. someone's fancy beef. Okay.
1: Yeah. And there's multiple examples of like something seemingly so meaningless becoming an entire storyline on Terrace House. And and honestly, like you, you really end up caring. I was like, I was in it. And I was like, I can't believe she cooked his steak. I can't believe she did that. That was so shitty.
0: When a season ends, because I know they have, each franchise has its own cast. And like you said, the cast changes in and out. But like, do you do you get this sense of closure at the end of every season like how does it come to an end does everyone get like a storyline resolved even if that storyline isn't necessarily romance
1: um it depends on the season generally speaking again whoever runs this show Give them all the awards because they... (laughs) Just everything. Yeah, everything. Somehow they always orchestrate it so that towards the end of the season when they're about to close out the house, Mm -hmm. there's like one, at least one major relationship you're following that will find its conclusion by the last episode. Okay um it and sometimes it's that like two people or one person's into the other and it's a long courtship and then the other person says no mm-hmm. or sometimes it's they do get together and that's like the celebratory ending of the show hmm. um okay so that's that's like i guess that's another tier of dramas. just will they won't they um somehow a rejection on terrace house hurts more than anything i've ever experienced in my own life
0: Something that I hear from everyone who watches Terrace House is that everyone's like fairly polite, and that's sort of how it's differentiated from reality shows. I think we're more used to specifically like American reality shows or British like super trashy British reality shows. Mm-hmm. But there always seems to be a kind of nastiness in that politeness too. Like somehow, like the quieter, the qu- it's like when someone says, "I'm disappointed in you." Yes, you know. Yes, I feel like yeah. that's the tone that Terrace House is bringing to uh, drama.
1: There's a quieter devastation to all of their interactions. And then I would also say because they operate on that plane most of the time, mm-hmm. when you do get a scene where somebody sits down with somebody else and says, I have this problem with you, and they mm-hmm. address it really directly, it feels like, oh, shit, what? This is bonkers. What is that? Like, it just reads so much higher because it's not what they're doing, like, 99% of the time.
0: Right. Right and it's oh so good.
1: And then um I just want to make sure I fit this in. Like the other tier of drama that is fascinating about Terrace House is that um they it's it's a very manicured show mm-hmm. and so the times that they pull back the curtain and sort of reveal that it is a reality show are fascinating. So like on more than one occasion they've had a storyline where you're following all six of them. They're doing the super chaste dating thing. They're just mm-hmm. hanging out. Nobody's kissing. Nobody's whatever. And then the housemates will force one of the couples to sit down and be like, we know you're making out off camera, and you're just pretending for the cameras to be, like, good boys and girls. Oh. Like, we oh, they know you recognize guys are hooking that? up. What's oh, that? Oh, my God.
0: They recognize – like, they'll they'll make that recognition, like, in front of each other. That's yeah. wild.
1: They'll call it out to be like, you are, like – doing one persona for the show and the cameras and then we know you guys are like sleeping with each other at night.
0: And oh my that God. feels
1: like like again because they're not operating on that field 90% of the time when it does happen I, I like lose my damn mind.
0: <laughs> when you watch Terrace House, do you watch it alone? Do you watch it with people? Because is this a show that's more fun individually? Because it is like it's their captions. It is a show that you probably have to pay more attention to. Right. So are you doing this alone? Or is this I know people who like get together and they watch Terrace House when new episodes are dropped. Or do you prefer to do it like in your Terrace House club?
1: I, I I watch Alone because I uh I tried to get my partner to watch it with me once and he was out after one episode. <laughs> so Did you say months? no, you need to watch ten? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the rule I is ten watch ten. Um I tend to watch it by myself and I think it feels like an okay show to watch by yourself because um well you must be familiar with the panel.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, that's where I was watchers. going next. What's up with those people? <laughs> Why are they there? Because I watched. I watched one episode, and it was like, okay. And then here are these people. Because I'm trying to. There's this huge learning curve where, okay, they're shoving these people into this house, and everyone's being polite, but they're also asking like, what do you hope to get out of being on Tara's house? And then they're like, well, I'd like to find love. Like, and then there was this one guy who was like, oh, like, uh, I'm shy. I need to learn how to talk to girls. I'm on that season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he's like always blushing. Yep. And then it cuts to these strangers in a room like sipping water and making fun of everyone. And I was like, no <laughs> one told me about this. This <laughs> adds a whole new level of enjoyment to this show.
1: It really are does. They? Are it they always really the does. same? Yes. Um, well, so it's always the same, except uh, they change this. It used to be that the young boy who's with them, who's like a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They used to switch him out like every couple episodes, weirdly. So it would be a different teenage boy. Um, what? and I don't know why they never add anything. They never say anything
0: because <laughs> those, the adults, the older people are like very domineering.
1: Yes. Yeah. They're the ones you're in it for. They're the okay. ones who are adding all of the commentary. Okay. I, when I first started watching the show, I had a similar reaction where I was like, what are they doing here? Why do I need <laughs> these people to tell me what I just watched? And then I think the more you watch it, the more, at least I really appreciate Cutting to them so that they can interpret what just happened and the dynamics Mm -hmm. because you can get very lost in the like. If you're watching it from an American's perspective, Mm -hmm. you're like, nothing just happened. They're not saying anything. Like, (laughs) this is very boring. And then you cut to the panel and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe he just said that thing to her. That was nuts. And then you're like, oh, I see. Okay. They, they, they are they're like highlighting some... the things that. Exactly. They're doing some cultural translating of what they're focusing on, what's the drama, what's the tea. And, and it's very helpful, I think, the more you watch the show.
0: Is it ever explained why them or are they just random viewers? Are they comedians that are famous in Japan? Like, what? Like, do they have some sort of other cultural context or are they yes. just people?
1: Um I think they're a mix of like hosts, comedians, entertainers oh, okay. um the oddly enough the the woman who they often refer to as sort of like the cute um hostess, like mm-hmm. she's the most like pure and um adorable of them okay she uh starred in a very graphic like Japanese horror film um and that's I think her like big claim to fame
0: it says i'm on i'm on I found reddit um tori chan starring in an extremely violent horror movie called tag available on netflix
1: i'm pretty sure that's it (laughs) that must be and it's
0: the sole survivor of a freak school bus accident a shy japanese high schooler finds herself in a surreal and very violent alternate universe and the key art is just girls running around in terror while there's like flames erupting all around them yep okay that's That's her that cool. is her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: it's it's sort of like talking heads on a vh1 show to like give a an american parallel basically like b c list names yes. personalities yeah i love that's such a great category of celebrity
1: <laughs> it's what i aspire to really
0: my coworker, Christine, who works on this podcast as well, she's a big Terrace House watcher, loves uh-huh. it, has seen every episode, watches it immediately, is among the people who has said, Bobby, you would love this, watch it. And I'm like, uh, in, in time, in time, in time, and then I never do. She said the current season is in Tokyo, which is the, the the episodes that I watched. And she said the season immediately prior to this one was set in the countryside, a sleepy little mountain town. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I want to know what you think about how the vibe has majorly shifted between these two seasons. And like season to season, she says the vibe shifts based on the setting.
1: I have noticed that since they moved it back to Tokyo, this starting cast of six came to play. Like they immediately... <laughs> started they they were much more active from the beginning which is mm-hmm. to say that one person got asked out on a date in the first episode <laughs> <laughs> but usually like for example the the season she's referencing that happened before this where they were more in the countryside I think it attracted a different kind of cast member uh-huh. like it was a little slower like it took longer for them to find the couplings and for things to build and it was a different vibe um this cast I'm liking because they are a little more on it. Things are happening. Mm-hmm. We're only a couple episodes in, and I'm like hooked on who's gonna date whom. Um, and then in terms of like how the different seasons have vibes, I think if you wanted to, you could skip Aloha State. They did a okay. season in Hawaii, and I think it's generally agreed it was not as good. Um, what was different about it? I think what was different is that they they got some folks on it who were. Japanese-born but maybe raised in America or Uh Japanese-born, had spent some time in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And so there was a little bit of the American sensibility bleeding in in terms of how these people operated on a reality TV show. Okay. And it was very slight, but it was enough to feel like it wasn't exactly Tara's house. Mm -hmm. There was, like, one cast member who joined who, like, bordered on saying, like, I didn't come here to make friends. You know what I mean? Like... There was like a little bit of that energy came in and it was sort Mm -hmm. of a bummer because I don't think that's what Terrace House is about or what Mm -hmm. its strength is as a reality TV show. Okay. So Hawaii's not as good. The Aloha State season is not as good.
0: Okay, so I can skip, you know, 20 episodes and that'll just leave me 215 or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Amazing. That's actually helpful. (laughs) And Christine also says she wants to hear you talk about their fashion. Is fashion a major (gasps) element on this show?
1: I mean, yes, in the sense that they, they all... They all seem very
0: stylish, the people I saw. I was like, oh, they're cool. Effortlessly
1: slouchy. Um, <laughs> a lot of them are giving you like a Muji meets Eileen Fisher moment. Um, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of like flowy linens happening.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, what else has happened? Some, like, some
0: Supreme stickers. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's
1: also, yes, a lot of good casual athletic wear is happening. Um, okay. Sort of aspirational hoodie... And, uh, like slouchy jeans sort of going on.
0: Mooji meets Eileen Fisher just sounds like what I'm aspiring to. Hard saying. <laughs> um, the other question that Christine had was, asked Topin to talk about the fact that everyone is an aspiring model now.
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I just tweeted about this the other day because... Unless there's – some, and please, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, whoever listens to this or, like, whoever knows if this is true. Uh, Maybe the Japanese economy is just different, but everyone on this show walks in and it's like, well, what do you do for work? And they're like, I'm a part-time model one day a week. And it's like, how are you surviving? (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, unbelievable. Or they work at a skate shop, like, for two hours every five days. It's, like – One of the guys was
0: like, I'm part-time retail. And it's like, but what about the other part? Yes. exactly. (laughs) Is there another part?
1: (laughs) It's really remarkable. But yeah, everyone comes in or a lot of them come in and they are like part-time models, part-time actors. Mm -hmm. Um, That seems to be very popular. I mean, I think the thing that's true about the show is a lot of them do come on to raise their profile. Like, they will walk away probably with tens of thousands of Instagram followers from this show. The
0: ultimate goal of every reality show contestant, regardless of location, right? Right. Like, up your Instagram followers so that you can start doing spawn. Right, right. Do you follow them on Instagram? Are they fun to follow? Are they kind of boring? Because I feel like a lot of reality show stars, when you follow them on Instagram, you're like, wait, why did I do this?
1: So this is a pro tip. Wait until the very end of a season to follow them on Instagram. Because... They are out there living their lives way in advance of the show. The Mm -hmm. show is generally paced about, I would say, five or six months behind real time. And then they release them in batches. Mm -hmm. So the show will still be filming while you're finishing batch number one. And there will be a cliffhanger where you're waiting for batch number two to come out. But in the meantime, they've continued to film and live their lives on Instagram. So if you follow them on Instagram, you're going to spoil the whole thing for yourself.
0: Does viewer response inform their decisions and like behavior in the second batch. Do you know you what I'm saying?
1: You can't see, but I'm raising my hands right now because I'm so glad you brought this up.
0: That that seems sort of weird, but also really interesting that like yes. you release it in a batch, then you people can start commenting, then they can adjust their behavior or comment on what people are saying about their first batch. Does that
1: happen? A hundred. Per- <sighs> okay, so this actually just happened last season and it was fascinating because... Yes. So the people in the house can watch themselves on the show like they can watch the previous batch of episodes and also sort of be privy to Internet response. Uh. So they genuinely had a cast member who was getting torn apart by the panel and the viewers for her actions. Uh And her storyline did become like, I didn't know that I appeared this way to other people. I'm going to try to be different because I just didn't know which was really interesting to watch play out and especially in a way that like only reality TV could kind of play it out. Um, Mm -hmm. And it ended up being, like, just really good television. And, of course, she was still a villain at the end of the day. But <laughs> that moment of realization was uh, really good. It was really wow. good TV.
0: Wow. Okay. You're you're doing a really good job. So the, the point of this episode is to convince me that I should become obsessed with this show. And you're, like, you're taking me there. I'm, yeah. like, I'm 90, 95% certain I'm going to... I'm going to really go hard on this show.
1: I was going to say before when you're like, oh my God, there's only four seasons, but there's so many episodes. That's kind of like a a misdirect on their part for saying it's like four seasons. Because by the time you get to like the third batch of a quote unquote season, it's like a completely new cast. So the show will have completely changed tone and dynamics and everything.
0: One of these seasons that I'm looking at, it says there are 36 episodes, but there's also four batches.
1: Right, right. And so in those four batches, you probably have like three or four, probably more like three completely new casts, like where everyone has switched out. Or I guess what I'll say is I am thrilled they're going to do a lot of them. <laughs> I will watch this show for as long as they're willing to make it. And I don't, I don't worry about the fact that it's going to be so long because the turnover rate will make it essentially a new show by mm-hmm. the third mini season of this season. Um, so I'm in
0: and these people work, right? Like it's not like this is they do they do their other day jobs, whatever those might be yeah. while they are filming the show,
1: yeah, so for a lot of them, it makes sense to live in the house because their job either can move near there or they can continue training for whatever it is they're mm-hmm. training for they they continue their work.
0: that's sort of like how the real world used to be in its early seasons. These people, like if like the real world Boston or the real world new york or miami whatever it was not even not miami that was too late but it was like they got people who lived in new york they got people who lived in boston those people kept going to their jobs while they lived in this house and it truly was more about like the social dynamics between people who were a little different um, and who just had to be roommates and then it turned into this like all about the drama and then you know it devolved from there but this sort of has like early real world vibes but they maintained it
1: it does, it does, and I hope that the Terrace House never hits its uh, New Orleans season because I feel like New Orleans was the turning point for Real World.
0: I absolutely agree, and it's also my favorite season. It is the best season because they <laughs> still, still had good. a job. I think it was the last season where they had a job, or the last season where their job sort of mattered. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: They worked at that the cable, not the cable access channel,
1: right? It right. Was, and they
0: had to do work. They had to each direct an episode. Yeah. Blah blah blah. If this has any similarities to real world New Orleans, I'm in. <laughs> I'm absolutely in.
1: not joking. Once every, let's say, six months out of nowhere, I will get stuck in my head that fucking song that guy wrote. Where it's David, like, come yes. on, be my baby tonight. Yes, come on, be my baby tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> where he literally like scats and they're all like, David, please stop.
1: Yeah, yep, yep, yep. It was a great cast. It was a really good cast.
0: Would you ever be a contestant on a, like a, on a specifically a terrace house type show like a fly on the wall you know oh. reality show of manners thing or would you be willing to put yourself out there like that
1: i am gonna say no because i'm i'm afraid i would ruin it because the, the thing that i think makes a good terrace house cast member is mm-hmm. patience of just mm-hmm. like just doing enough to move the needle a little bit on the drama mm-hmm but also being able to wait it out and really sink into the will they, won't they mm-hmm. sort of energy. Uh, and if I went on the show, I think I would just look at everyone and be like, why the hell are you not just talking about this thing? Like, you like him, <laughs> he likes you, just <laughs> effing talk about it.
0: Let's stop dancing around this. Yeah.
1: Which ironically, I will say, my favorite cast member of all time from last season, her name is Saina. If For folks who watch the show, she's like a queen. <laughs> um, she did do that. She came into the show and just like stirred shit up because she was like, you two like each other. Why aren't you not talking about it?
0: It was great. And I guess everyone, every season needs someone like that or would could be helped by having someone like that who cuts through all the bullshit, I guess. Yes. But yes. I guess not cutting through the bullshit is what makes the show fun to begin with. Because you're like, when are you going to cut through the bullshit?
1: <laughs> well, and I, can I add one caveat to... Speaking of cutting through the bullshit, Mm -hmm. um, you should be prepared when you watch the show that there are some like very old school patriarchal misogynistic tones to it. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: I saw a little bit of that on the episode that I watched where this guy was like, I really just want, what did he say? I want a girl who won't, who will be with me when I get home and not call me when I'm out drinking with my boys. Right. Right. And they were like, cool, 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 cool.
1: Right, right. And then you cut to the panel and the panel's like, oh, that's so romantic. Uh, she would probably be a good match for him. There's that energy, certainly. And mm-hmm. any person should be aware of that when they go into the show.
0: Before we end this, our listeners, why will you be obsessed with Terrace House if you watch it?
1: Um, It somehow manages to capture the highest highs and the lowest lows of all romance without being cruel so if you want to feel all of the feelings of your favorite rom-coms romance novels sort of like elizabethan dramas mm-hmm. terrace house is the show for you
0: that is the best pitch for terrace house i've ever been given and let me tell you i've gotten dozens of them. <laughs> you have convinced me and i really appreciate you talking to me about terrace house is there a
1: terrace is where what's the terrace you know, good question. I don't know. Um, I think we'll find out when you have me on for six more episodes where <laughs> I continue to talk about Terrace House.
0: Yeah, the next six episodes will just be Tobin on more Terrace House. <laughs> it's very obvious that you could. You were not lying with that email at all by any means. No,
1: I've thought about this show. I've talked about this show. <laughs> it's a real problem.
0: Terrace House, all 8,000 episodes of Terrace House are streaming now on Netflix. Thank you for coming to talk to me about this, Tobin. I really appreciate it. You've sold me.
1: Great. Uh, so many people have tried
0: and you actually succeeded (laughs) I will email you about this in no time I'm sure when I've downed a few more episodes
1: yeah I will literally uh, answer a text at 5 in the morning uh, (laughs) if it's about Terrace House
0: I feel like most Terrace House viewers are eager to talk about Terrace House whenever and wherever they possibly can
1: 100%
0: that's great well have a great one thanks for coming on
1: thank you